This is the EWN Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Gina Davis, and welcome to Event Talk. Do you want to make more money with your products and service at festivals, fairs, and expos? Then you're in the right place. Each week, Event Talk brings you interviews with business experts, makers, artists, and business owners, nonprofits that have all successfully navigated the ins and outs of business. Plus, we want to take you behind the curtain, sharing our time-tested event marketing secrets so that you can get the most from every booth at every event. Join us as we explore what's happening at festivals, fairs, expos near you and around the country. Event Talk is your source for everything you need to get the event return on investment you deserve. I'm excited about today's conversation. Let's get started. Welcome. We are delighted that you're listening today. Today's conversation is about the energetics of working a show. We'll discuss how mindfulness affects all aspects of working a show, helping you empower yourself by showing up and showing up for your target audience. So today's guest is Pam Yates, and I'm your host, Gina Davis. Now, we have a great show for you today, and I'd like to get started by sharing a little bit about my guest today. So Pam is a certified health coach, owner of Evergreen Health and Life Coaching. Now, I invited Pam today because I coached with her, uh, uh, health coached with her about a year, year and a half ago, and it was one of the best experiences. Now, Pam walked away from a career in interior design and now coaches her clients to create a life that they truly love. So get a copy of her high-quality food cheat sheet free by emailing her at the address below. And if you're interested in learning more, maybe how you, maybe you want to connect with her yourself, There'll be links below for you. But let's get started. In today's conversation, we'll be discussing how to maintain a healthy lifestyle as a business owner, whether you're a maker, craftsman, service-based business, or a nonprofit organization. In these tips, we'll focus on how the right mindset can empower you to accomplish more, provide fresh ideals, and enable you to connect in a meaningful way. The energetics of working the show. Pam, tell me a little bit in the audience a little bit more about this word energetics. You know, Gina, energetics really refers to the properties or the aspects of something. And in this case, having the energy to work a show and not be so exhausted <laughs> the next day that you really can't do anything else. Oh, man, that is me almost all the time. Please, let's yes. get on this topic because I know it's going to really help me. So I know our yes. first topic is time. Tell us, tell us about that. Yes, yes, yes. Time to show up. This, this segment touches on time and mind management, and it really begins months before the show. And when you think about production time for marketing, brochures, signage, or for the artisans actually producing items that they'll be selling at the show, these need to be done well in advance. We often think of these as things we have to do. Consider the energetics, Gina, of having to do something versus getting to do something. You know, Pam, that sounds like 
changing the way you think. Yes, it's a subtle mindset shift, but it can really empower you to accomplish more versus being bogged down in the negative energy, really under a weight of all that you have to do. Mm, Definitely. I recently uh, stepped up to assist my mom as she's going through some serious health challenges. I'll get a text from her, and I hear myself thinking, I don't have time for this. That's a huge red flag. Mm -hmm. I catch myself, and I shift it to, I get to do this for my mom. I'm so fortunate. Yeah, so fortunate to have her living close by. My whole body, Gina, really feels lighter, and I find myself just so much more positive, and the interesting thing is I always, always have enough time. I'm able to show up for her in a very supportive role versus being tense and stressed out. If you hear yourself saying, I've got so much I have to do, Try replacing it with, I get to engage now, so I'll be fully prepared. See if that doesn't seem to multiply your time. Pam, I I relate to that so much. I just remember when I was dealing with my mom, all I could think of was how I treat my mom is how my kids will treat me at that time of my life. And to me, it just was so important. I, I remember talking about this in our coaching sessions. So kind of that mindfulness of being aware of how, you, how you're relating to people even. So I know self-care yes. is part of all of this. Tell me how it all fits in. Oh, well, self-care and taking care of your body is so vitally important. Could you build time into your schedule as a vendor for self-care? What is it that nourishes your soul? Do you like to walk to unwind? Read, meditate, get a massage, do absolutely nothing. What works for you? Taking a break from the work, even if it's just a few minutes, can be very empowering. Agreed. Hitting that that pause button may seem unproductive, but I find it's one of the best things you can do to allow fresh ideas to surface. And it actually provides a new energy and clarity to move forward. So you're saying that in the middle of a preparing for a show that you recommend pausing and doing nothing. That's really interesting. Tell me more. (laughs) Yes, it's almost like stepping back to get a better perspective. I remember a time I was was attempting to write a speech. I'd done the research and I put the time in, yet I couldn't get the words on the paper. It was as if I was just trying to force them out. The harder I tried, the more elusive that speech became. The same thing can happen when we're working with a deadline. We get Mm -hmm. to a point when the effort that we put in produces less and less. Frustrated that day, I, I left my office and just hung out with my kids for a while. The interesting thing is, when I went back to writing, the words just began to flow. Wow. Sometimes, sometimes we just have to step back from the projects or the deadline to relieve the pressure in a way, to disengage, and that's when we gain clarity and we're able to produce. Interesting. So managing your time by empowering yourself with the mindset that you get to engage 
and then allowing yourself to hit the pause button to reset, that, that allows fresh ideals to flow. That's really, really smart. Yes. Now, I know we've been talking a little bit about the physical aspects of working the show. What else do we need to be concerned with? Well, you know, shows, Gina, are so exhausting. Mm. You'll pack and unpack your vehicle twice. You'll be on your feet for the duration of the show. And also a couple hours for setup and for teardown. You'll haul your items to the booth space. The weather is often hot and the day is so long. I totally get what you're saying. I mean... How do you set yourself up for success when you know you've got to deal with all that? I know we talked about this in coaching sessions, so how do you do it in this situation? You know, preparation is key. Think about what needs to be in place to enable you to accomplish what you want to accomplish before, during, and even after the show. Develop a system that works for you because everyone is different and our bodies are different. Mm-hmm. So to, to lighten the physical load, you might consider packing your vehicle the day before the show. That'll be one less thing to contend with on, the, on, on show day and yep. it'll just spread that physical exertion out. Yep. So also, if you plan what you'll have for breakfast, and have everything on hand, you'll probably take time to eat before you leave. Hmm. You're going to want to show up energized and ready to engage versus being depleted and feeling gross. (laughs) The same thing goes for your dinner. Plan in advance, whether it's ordering delivery or eating leftovers, doesn't matter. One business I know of had three people working their booth. They were new to working trade shows and only had drinks in their cooler. They found themselves so busy with customers, they couldn't break away to go get lunch. How about packing a cooler of food and beverages, things to drink that are going to nourish and energize you throughout the day? Yes, that is important. I mean, I remember in our coaching sessions, really becoming aware of food that I'm eating and how they're making me feel and even just that mindfulness of paying attention to, am I indeed ready to eat? But mostly this is how they were making me feel. Yes. Yes. And if you're not sure which foods give you energy, take the time to experiment well before the show. There are as many right diets or ways to eat There are people on the planet. So tune in and listen to what your body tells you after you eat certain foods. And that's where the uh, high-quality foods cheat sheet will come in so handy, giving you those examples of those good proteins, carbs, and fats to consider. One of the main paradigms, Gina, in my coaching business is that your body is the ultimate dietary authority for every phase of your life. You get to choose the foods and drinks that provide you the most energy and clarity of mind. Proper hydration, it it really improves our energy levels and our brain function. So working shows, think water, 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 my friends. Very important. So is there anything else that we haven't discussed about the physical aspect that we still need to be considering? You know, 
your booth should be a pleasant, maybe even fun place to be if you really want to have a great selling experience. Your attitude will set the tone. What needs to be in place for you to have a good and positive attitude throughout the day? You might want to consider if investing in help would support you in this. And if so, and you have a friendship that's strong or a child or coworker that's willing to assist, your overall well-being and hence a good mm-hmm. attitude might be worth paying them to help you. Yes, definitely. So, so I love this. You get to prepare food that energizes you. You get to invest in help to support you in all discuss in you having a great experience and maybe maintaining some of your energy. Do you agree? Exactly, yes. I'll tell you what, this first segment has flown. It's time to take a break. Keep tuned in because Pam will answer these questions. Is it possible to come into a show with no fault in the competition? And as a vendor, do you know the value you provide? We're going to be right back. Have you ever asked yourself this question? Why is it so hard to make a buck? (laughs) I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating $1 million in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven-module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. The Fine Vendor Booth Event Talk Podcast with host Gina Davis is looking for guests for future podcast episodes. If your business has a story that shows how you've aligned your marketing for success, exhibiting your products and services at festival fairs and expos, then we are looking for you. Additionally, we're looking for experts in these areas, business finance, business education, and tech tools that align with Event Talks Focus. Message us at info at findvendorboost.com. Welcome back. We are so glad you're still with us. If you're just tuning in, We're talking about the energetics of working a show, including time and mind management, as well as the physical aspect. Our guest today is Pamela Yates. Hey, Pam, are you still there? I am. Yeah, great, great. That was a great first segment. I'm really ready to get into this next segment. So let's talk about your next tip, which is connecting for power. Tell us about that. Yes, Gina, an empowering mindset is so important, and I have several questions for our listeners here. Is it possible to come into a show with no thought of competition? How empowering would that mindset be? 
to embrace the notion that there's plenty of foot traffic for everyone to make money. How does that feel? There Mm. are going to be challenging moments during a show when a vendor could use a cup of coffee or a cold drink or simply needs to know another human being cares enough to speak a kind word. Imagine if you are able to connect and encourage them when they need it most. What would that do for you? Shows are really a great environment for entrepreneurs and small business owners to support each other. You know, you're talking about the importance of having awareness of your surroundings. That is so smart. Yes, absolutely. The question is, as a vendor, are you tuned in enough to notice? Having a positive attitude will really help you connect with people that you will see again. Mm -hmm. There will be great opportunities to reach out to another vendor in a way that feels right for you. Well, what are some of the benefits of connecting with those other vendors? I know a lady. Mary was a newbie on the festival scene a few years ago. She took time to connect and found some of the more seasoned vendors had excellent advice and resources. Gina, she got tips about when to apply for the really big shows. She was given a recommendation for a photographer to shoot her product. She even connected with a lady who would mentor her in the trade. The mentor was so excited to be able to share her knowledge, and she found the energy and new ideas of a young artist refreshing. Seasoned vendors can really help newbies avoid some of the pitfalls and contribute to their success. When you feel connected to a community, supported, and encouraged, how empowering is that? Yeah. Com- coming from that place of power, how will you then serve your customer? You could think of these shows as opportunities for building strong business relationships that enhance the quality of the customer's experience. A better customer experience means a better vendor experience. Staying out of that competitive mindset and choosing to connect creates a win-win situation. Does that make sense? Definitely. God, that's so important. Okay, I think in this next section, you're going to talk a little bit about selling. Ooh. Yes, as a vendor, do you know the value you provide? Today, there's more awareness on shopping local than ever before. There's great value in being able to speak to the potter, for instance, and learn how he was inspired to design that platter you'll be serving meals on for years to come. Could you, as a vendor, allow yourself to price your goods and services accordingly? You know, selling is also about being friendly and genuine, Gina. It might Mm -hmm. be helpful. uh, Just think about your best customer service experience. How can you replicate that on a small scale? For me, personally, I don't want people all up in my space, but I do want salespeople to be helpful, letting me know about special features, options, maybe how something was created. You'll need some level of confidence in your product or services to really talk it up and sell it well. How about those people who struggle with the selling part? It's just like, oh, no, I'm not a salesperson. Some people do have a hard time speaking up to sell on their own, and 
that's okay. Relax and know that the confidence needed will come to you in due time. Meanwhile, this is where that hired help comes in handy. One new artisan, Mary, that I was talking about earlier was a little hesitant to really engage the customer and talk about her items when she first started attending shows. Her friend working the booth with her was able to jump right in and confidently talk about all the features and the design and the color of the items. It was like having her very own Bob Barker in the booth with her. In time, Mary her confidence just grew, and now they're a very powerful selling team. Well, I mean, that example, the, the thing there was the friend, though she was supporting her friend, was not as invested in her product as Mary was, and it takes a while, I think, to, as you said, to develop that confidence that, I mean, you're just putting yourself all out there as an artisan. So it, it does. there does need to be something to help grow the confidence. So that really is about summing up. It's how important it is to know the value of the goods and service you provide and your price point. Really relaxing and knowing that confidence of sale will come with experience. Now, I will have to interject here. I recommend somebody that's having that difficulty, do what she suggests, grab a friend to help you get started. But I also would highly recommend looking for someone that has that sales experience that maybe can teach you. Maybe going back to that mentor, maybe that'll be somebody that will help to teach you to what to do to sell your product. I know we're ready to go into the last tip. Shows are really a great investment in both of your time, your energy, and your money. So let's talk about the evaluation process. For me, I know that's the most overlooked thing when it comes to doing your shows. You know, Gina, you won't know what a particular show is like until you try it. I recommend, if possible, visiting the show a year prior to investing your time and money. Noticing the details and getting an overall view of the show will give you valuable information for you to make a good and wise decision about whether you want to sign up for that particular show. Agreed. Another another way to plan ahead is just to build in enough time so that you're ready 30 minutes before the person show, first person shows up to that trade show. This will help you look professional. So true, so true. Now, what else should we be considering when we're exploring possibilities? Talk to the other vendors and see how it's going for them. Find out how their sales are going. You could ask them what their traffic's like. Also notice if the organizers are managing the show well. Are there a variety of vendors there? Is this show attracting your ideal target audience? Are there enough food vendors and are they easy to get to? How do you feel about the location? How's the parking? Is it adequate? And it could really be helpful to have a time blocked on your calendar for maybe a day or two after you work a show to evaluate your experience. Did you sell an appropriate amount or make enough contacts to make it worth your time? If it wasn't the ideal show, do you need to adjust your expectations? Maybe it was a fairly new event. It needs a year or two to really build awareness and generate more traffic. 
In that case, it might be worth considering again. Good Bottom line, if you took time to prepare and you made it to the show energized with a positive attitude, then you did your best. You did your part to show up well for yourself and for your customers, so you'll be able to accurately determine if this show's one you'll want to attend again. Sit and quietly replay all the things that you noticed, and most importantly, trust your inner guidance. You always have choices. Make your decisions based on what will energize you and help you move forward. Wow, Pam, i tell you what, every time we sit down together, I learn something new. For the audience, why don't you recap your five tips for us? All right. Number one, time to show up. You get to engage. Hit that pause button and take a break. Number two, it's going to get physical. You, you get to plan in advance and choose foods and drinks that energize you. You get to invest in health. Connect for power. Shows are opportunities that enhance the customer experience and the vendor experience. Choosing to connect is a win-win. Sell it well. Know the value of what you provide and price it accordingly. Provide the best customer service experience possible. And last, explore the possibilities, noticing the details during the show, trusting your inner guidance, and make decisions based on what will energize you and help you move forward. Thanks again, Pam. Those are, were really great five tips for the show today, and I, it was a fabulous show. Thank you for coming. It's my pleasure, Gina. Excellent. Now, audience, if you'd like to connect with Pam, her info, plus any specific things mentioned will be down in the resources below. Our next podcast will go live on June 18th, 2019, and we will be interviewing a Find Vendor Booth member. If you would like to receive our content or our latest podcast in your inbox, subscribe to our newsletter for all the news on Find Vendor Booth and event marketing going on today. Find Vendor Booth is your one-stop resource for everything you need to know to get the best results from each and every festival, fair, and expo you attend. Have a great week. Calling all speakers. eWomen Network has speaking engagements all over North America that must be filled. Are you a gifted messenger, author, expert, or successful entrepreneur that can help women entrepreneurs grow their businesses? Our mission is to help 1 million fulfilled women each achieve $1 million in annual revenue. If you're a speaker that can help women prosper, go to eWomenNetwork.com and sign up as a pro member of our Speakers Network. That's eWomenNetwork.com. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.